Yo, yo. What's good with you, man? What's happening, man? All right. First things first, I'm going to apologize because Two Gun's going to be a little late. Okay. No, I want to apologize for that, but let me go ahead and do the show introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Digger and Two Guns News and Views. I am Digger Jones. Two Gun is on CNN Fighting the Real War Report. And we have on the show for the first time CSU legend, Rod the Sleeper. <laughs> Mr. I'm going to tell you to your face how I feel, and I don't give a fuck if you like it. Mr. Double M, welcome what's, to the show for the first time. Man. What's going on, man? What's happening? What's happening? Everything's good. Everything's good. First things first, I want you to introduce yourself to the people. Uh, you know, name's Marcus from Chicago. Lived in Charleston for about 10 years. That's how I intertwined with my dog Daniel here. Right, uh, right. And living in Nashville now, man. You know, living the life, coaching a little football. Uh, right. That's one thing. So I'm going to ask you a question to see if you remember this. And Go ahead. I had to tell you the story. Right out the gate, huh? Do you remember the first time <laughs> you met me? Do I remember the first time I met you? Right. I do not. <laughs> okay. I'll be glad to tell the story. So the thing about it is, for those who know me, I don't go out much at all. So I've always heard my um, friend's story. Like, let's just say Red. Red was just like, yo, I met, you know, Ray's dude, Marcus. And yeah. you know, he was telling me to leave the bitch I was, um, you know, he said, end quote, that bitch you with, leave her alone. Y'all ain't good for each other. And I was like, <laughs> I said, damn, he said out the gate like that? He goes, yeah, I'm a real cool dude. We talked for about an hour. I'm like, That's why my first time meeting him, shit. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, that's definitely my first time meeting him. <laughs> About two weeks later, I forget where he was. I think it was a restaurant. And I met up with y'all for about, it was you, Ray, and Mark. And I met up with y'all for about a good maybe two or three minutes, right? And Ronaldo yeah. said, hey, dig it. This is my boy Marcus. And I extended, you know, reach out and shake your hand. You're like, what's up? And you go back to conversation. <laughs> and you go back to conversation. <laughs> like, okay you go back to conversation and you had a very stoic face. I'm like, yo, this dude's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably, probably hire something, man. All right. <laughs> but um, actually, I want to thank you because you came in a clutch when I needed you, actually. When I was moving back to South Carolina, I was just like, okay, cool. I got to find work. So I actually hit you up and you just said, hey, look, you know, just go ahead and meet me on Friday. I'll go ahead and give you an interview and I'll see when you can start. Just like that. Yeah, so, you know, I never thanked you for that, so. Nah, I, I ain't, no, ain't no big deal, bro. Right. Shit, I needed the help at the time, too. You know, we, we were kind of light, and I knew, uh, you know, me and uh, Ronaldo are pretty pretty cool, so. You know, right, right. If, he, if, he, if you're, you're a friend of him, then, you know, I was willing to help out. Exactly. So, that's when I met you, but I still don't know the story of how you met Ronaldo. I did not meet Ronaldo. Oh. No, see, I know I know Ronaldo, yeah, I, I know Ronaldo through through his lady. You know, okay. not necessarily his lady, but uh, his best friend's, his girlfriend, his wife's, I'm sorry, his wife's best friend is my lady. Okay, Casey. Yes. I don't mean to call people's name out on the show, but. <laughs> yeah, chill, man, with the damn name drop. Uh, no, actually, I, no, no, no. I introduced nah, you as Double good. M. 
Yeah, it's all good. And I know this the damn this the damn snitch. Oh, I didn't already listen to a couple couple episodes. This the damn finger point on the stand podcast. Nah, man, we don't, we don't snitch. Nah, it's cool. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna talk I ain't gonna talk a lot about it because I know I got some cold right, cases right. out there. So, <laughs> so I actually wanted to talk to you about something because we always have a good conversation about music, right? So one thing I wanted Correct. to bring to the forefront is Eminem released a surprise album. Ah, I'm glad we I'm glad right. brought this. So up. Eminem released a surprise album. I have not heard your I have not right. heard your thoughts in group chat about it. That's something that I actually okay. do want to talk about as of right now. Okay, and and just prior to this, have you oh, guys no, already talked no, about no, it? No, 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 we haven't talked about that. As a matter of fact, okay. Our show on Friday, I was going to bring up also because that was very controversial, and I wanted to know your thoughts about it. But I'll bring. Oh, okay, okay. Well, 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 let's stay on this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's stay on the Eminem right now. We'll hold that thought. So, your thoughts? Um. Well, I mean, I think it was. I mean, it's it's the classic Eminem. It's the it's the old Eminem. You know, it's the Eminem that we right. that we grew and up on. You know, this is this is shady. I think it's know? so funny because a few weeks ago. In group chat, I was just like, do y'all realize that Revival is Eminem's only album that hasn't certified yet? So Mm -hmm. I was just, you know, I retouched up on that album and I'm like, yo, this is a good album, but I I, I would agree. I would agree. This is the thing about Eminem fans that I hate. Eminem fans, even though we grow up, they don't grow up with him, if that makes sense. And I'll give you... Right. They, they, I, 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 I totally agree. I'll give you a good example totally of that. Agree. Like, when I think of Jay Z, I think of the evolution of my brother, if that makes sense. Because when Jay Z came out mm-hmm. with Reasonable Doubt, you know, the polished street hustler, right? You could tell he still had a right. hand in the game, but you could tell he wanted to get out, right? So let's just say we go a few years back, you know, a few years later, and we release Hard Knock Life. Hard Knock Life, even though it's still told Street Tales, you can oh, tell. I was gonna say, I think I think I lost connection for a second. Oh, can you hear me? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yo, you. All right, can you hear me? Hold on, hold on. All right. I try okay. to yo yo yo, we back. Okay. Yeah, we back. Okay, okay. 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 I want to let bad. you know that anchor is very fickle. <laughs> okay, I was the moment say, what, you go, yeah, the moment you go out of your phone screen to do something else, it'll cut off. No, I think it was actually. I think that was a, a, a network issue over here on this okay. side. My internet was kind of struggling there. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Was, it's all good. Yeah, but what I was saying about Jay Z is the evolution of Jay Z when you when he released. Reasonable doubt. He had one foot in the game, one foot, you know, trying to step out and be a legit businessman. So when you fast forward a few years later and release Hard Knock Life, he still had, you know, one foot in, but both hands out. Correct. So about time he released the dynasty to the blueprint, he was turning into the businessman, right? Hold on. No, 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 no. What do you mean when you say two hands out? All right, what I mean by he had two feet in, but a hand still in the game. You know, a hand mm-hmm. still in, you know, the street politics, if that makes sense. I got you, I got you, I got you. Okay, I just want right. you to clarify that. So about time he released the blueprint, he was the businessman. Mm-hmm. 
by the time he released the Blueprint 3, he turned into the mogul. So let's just do 444. Not only okay. is he a mogul businessman, he's also a father and a husband. Yes, right. So so we, we've watched him evolve. Uh... Right. But the thing about Eminem is Eminem, even though he's been in the game, let's just say almost as long as Jay-Z, because his first major release was Infinite in 96, which, you know, only sold about a thousand copies. Who who, who are we talking about? M? M, yeah. See, I've never I've never heard of that. I'm gonna have to look up that one. Okay. I I actually I will email you the um album if after the show, send me your email address and I'll email you the album. Word. So he released Infinite in ninety six. The Slim Shady um EP in ninety seven. Mm-hmm. The Slim LP in ninety nine. Classic. So he has, you know, just as much as time as Jay has, but here's the thing. He's never really evolved in his music. And the first time we and, see- and oh, that's where I disagree. Oh, go ahead. That's why I disagree. I mean, you know, and and this is why we we like music. I mean, if you go and you listen to listen to him, he went from, you know, immature, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna rape your kid type raps to him going through rehab and having to go through all this stuff as that's far what as whatever was- he was he was dealing with. So that's I mean, I he about, he did. I was about to say during relapse, we saw a slight change, but we saw the same Eminem. Well, I mean, but he's always going to be true to who he is. That's why we. That's why we like him, and that's why. That's why a lot of people were, you know, criticizing him for his album, like revival. Like, hey, man, we we want you, we want you to be the exact same person that we like the the murderous, vicious raps, you know. And nobody really wanted to hear him go through whatever he was going through. My favorite rapper, which is Scarface, said a person reevaluates their life or reevaluates herself every five years. The same shit mm-hmm. that we were doing five years ago, we're not doing now. But Emin- what, were you, what were you doing five years ago, Daniel? Talk to me. Uh, Jesus, five years ago. I am. I was 31. I just turned 31. Jeez. Yeah, I was 31. And... I was about to head to New Jersey. Okay. I was about to head to New Jersey. I was at a point in my life where I wasn't stable. Okay. I had no stability. I really didn't grow up the way that I was supposed to, if that makes sense. You know, being a man with children, I was still doing immature things, childlike things. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I matured matured mad late. Gotcha. So I I know a guy like that, so I understand. Like, anybody, you know, who's around 31, 32, if they haven't got it yet, I always tell them, you know what, just give this man time because everything's going to make sense later. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I haven't grown up yet. Let's just admit, I, I'm I'm willing at to... That point. At that, at that point. At that point. At that point, I didn't grow up yet. But, you okay. know, right when I hit 33 is when I hit the wall, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's when I hit the wall and I'm like, damn, you know, you got to change in your life because... You got kids looking up to you. You got, you know, you don't want to be that guy, if that makes sense. I'll give you a story, and this is why I changed, you know, my whole perception of life. At this point in time, I was selling cars at Stokes Mazda, right? On a, on a on Rivers? No, no, no. Ashley Phosphate, even worse. Ashley Phosphate. Yeah, I was, okay. I was, you know, I was making good money selling cars. Let's just say that, right? Okay. But I saw this guy come in with his mom. 
and you know I'm helping him and his mom out, and his mom pulls me to the side like, "Hey, look, I really need to do a- everything in your power to try to get my son approved." I'm like, "It doesn't work that way." Mm-hmm. And she gave me a story, you know, oh, he's 38. He still lives in my house. He thinks everything's a game. You know, he's running around having kids, this, that, and the third. He can't take care of them. He can't do this. And at that point in time, speaking His mama foul as shit, first of all, but <laughs> carry on. <laughs> like, she don't know you, man. She bogus no, for that, but, but, but carry on. Well, she was telling me, you know, she hated taking him to work and stuff like that. And I'm just like, damn. Like, that's who I don't want to be. You know, somebody that, even though I wasn't living with my mom, I don't want to be depending on nobody for nothing. And like seeing this lady talk this bad about her son put my life into perspective because I refuse for anybody to talk bad about me, whether it be my family, my mom, or anybody. So that's when I started getting back into the government jobs and everything. Okay. So, and with that being said about Eminem, Eminem tried to grow up with revival. Like he was talking about, you know, topics that he never talked about before. This is what it's like being a dad. I was a drug addict. I wasn't a good father. You know, this is my political stance and views. And I don't think the fans were ready for it. Man, listen, man. But it, but and all I'm saying is that he's what's different from what he's doing versus what Jay Z is doing. Only thing he's, I mean, he's 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 rapping about his experience and what no, he's but, going through. But you know what the difference? But you know what the difference is though. The difference is Jay Z sort of baby stepped his way into introducing the next Jay Z. Yes, but what I'm saying is that they took different paths. You know, Eminem probably could have told us the story about how he progressed into being a dad if he wasn't in fucking rehab, bro. That's like true. He was some he was going through it, you know. So, yeah, but you gotta what, understand, he's always talked about his daughter. As a matter of fact, if you look on the Slim Shady LP's album cover, his daughter's looking over the pier. Mm-hmm. So we knew he was a father. Of course, we knew he was a father, but we knew he was a dickhead too. That's true. You know what I mean? So, so I mean, let's not act like we looked at him in the same light as we as we looked at home. Do you do you think it is that he his children grew up in a public like Jay Z that is? So he had to sort of introduce this is the fatherhood Jay Z because Eminem came in the game with the child. But Eminem, but listen, man, listen, you 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 comparing uh, apples to oranges here. Like you can't compare Jay Z situation with be uh, with Eminem situation because Jay Z is also married to Beyonce. So regardless of Jay Z, you know, didn't want his children to be in in the in the spotlight. Uh, I mean, Beyonce is kind of a bigger star than he is. So that's true. You know, Eminem. Who the who the hell is this lady? Eminem was got knocked up. You know, that's- he he's right. He's rapping about putting her in a trunk and driving off a fucking bridge. So it ain't the same, bro. You know what this. But you know what um, Kamikaze actually did? What's that? It brought Ja Rule out of obscurity. <laughs> what do you mean? It you brought Ja Rule out of obscurity. <laughs> you didn't see the latest news? Ja Rule sat there and talked about his name being mentioned on Kamikaze by saying, mm-hmm. oh, I guess the Haley line sort of hit him, you know, finally hit home. Mm, I missed that. Yeah. Um, it, I missed that. This happened um, this afternoon. He's um, tweeted that. 
I might have to check that out. Bro, he tweeted that. So you follow Ja Rule on Twitter? Who else you follow on Twitter? I don't follow Ja Rule on Twitter. I just got hip hop stories coming to my phone. Ah, I got you. I got you. Ja Rule. What's Ja Rule's Twitter name? I wonder what that is. I think it's Rule York City. Rule York City. I think so. Yeah, that's kind of funny. (laughs) But, um, first things first, nobody really mentioned Ja's name. I mean, Eminem said, you know, don't make me go back to the old job, you know, how I was against Ja Rule. Only time he mentioned Ja's name, and it wasn't really much a disc. He just mentioned his name. Right, and Ja Rule acted like he had a response. So, so let me let, let me ask you, this. what's your what's your favorite track on there? My Which favorite. One did you feel though, like he just he just did it, did his thing. Though. Oh goodness, my favorite track. I want to say it's normal. <laughs> okay. Like, when you think of, I mean, it's one of the most obscure tracks on the album. But, you know, when you listen to his rhyme scheme and his storytelling and, like, he's nasty. this is the M I fell in love with. Right. And I can remember the first Eminem song I've ever heard. The first Eminem song I've ever heard was a song called My Fault. Off of um, the um, Slim Shady LP. Mm. And I was in drama class. Don't laugh, y'all. I took drama. I was in drama class. We all had to take some kind of class like that, though. But I was in drama class, and my friend Joel was just like, because I used to listen to a lot of a lot of No Limits <laughs> no CDs and drama. I used to listen to a lot of No Limits CDs. He goes, yo, well, I want to play this Eminem song. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, Eminem. Yeah, the white kid. Yeah, he's pretty dope. Go ahead and put the CD in. And the first song he played was a song called My Fault. And I remember hearing, you know, the chorus because it was sing-songy but just <laughs> listening to a storytelling about you know how he gave this girl mushrooms and i was just like yo i don't oh know. i do remember that song you know, yeah like, i do remember that I song yeah i said i don't know what the fuck you had me listen to but you know let me borrow <laughs> that cd and you know dub it so i can you know give it back to you tomorrow okay and that's remember, and i remember listening to the whole cd and i was like yo you got any more from this guy and he actually had the only physical copy of Infinite that I ever seen. <laughs> oh man! Like this, I, again, this, I don't even know. I, I got to go back and and look that one up. Like I said, give me your email address after the show. I'll email it to you. I got you. But um, he had the only copy of Infinite I ever seen, and it was a cassette tape. And I listened to it, and I'm just like, "Yo, this guy, this guy's pretty dope." But Eminem's first album, he sounds like not. This is before mm. he came into his own style. So Eminem has always been in my top twenty favorite rappers. Man, don't disrespect Eminem like that and say top twenty, man. But we all like he's have- like he's number number eighteen. Like, come on, man. We all <laughs> <laughs> we all Eminem's know. in my top twenty rappers, and Michael Jordan's in my top top twenty players. So right, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Very, I have a very obscure taste. Like a lot of people, you, you, you love that obscure word too. Like a lot of people <laughs> don't realize that Jay Z, Tupac, and the Notorious B.I.G. aren't even in my top ten. Hey, but but seriously, Tupac or uh, Biggie, man, who you who you rock? Oh no, that that question is going to get me in trouble. I well, let's well let's hear it. Answer the question. Honestly, I'm ducking questions. I will say Biggie. I'm gonna say Biggie too. And well, now, why you, do you say Biggie? I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you why. I say Biggie because Biggie had a shorter body of work. 
he did so much in so little time. Mm-hmm. Not only was his delivery key, that's his, how hard he was. Bro. His storytelling was boss. Yes, bro. He had the power to make a great song. Even one of his worst songs, "Player Hater," is still in my top. 50. Player right. Hater. That's that was terrible. That was a, that was a bad song. <laughs> but, but that song's in my top. Player. So so wait 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 wait. So you say? <laughs> Hold up, man. Hold up. Go back. Go back. So I'm you say, back. "Player Haters." Player haters is in your top fifty. It's in my and top Eminem 50. is in your top twenty. Oh, this is unbelievable. No, I'm saying no. Player haters <laughs> are my top fifty favorite songs. Uh, I know, and that's what I'm saying, man. The same way you said Eminem is in your top twenty. Eminem, like, like Eminem you know, is trash, bro. I want to say, but Eminem, player haters is in your top top fifty you know favorite songs. I want to say Eminem is probably in my top twelve at number twelve. Twelve, that's crazy. No, okay, but, so so listen, so look. You say twelve, and I, I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. All right. So, so name eleven rappers better than Eminem, and, and I'm and no, I'm gonna laugh at about five of them. This is my opinion. Okay. If I, if I gave you my top five, you'll laugh at me. So, so what do you? And let me ask you this, because what do you base your favorite artists on? Like, because okay, well, I know I'm 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 more about you know lyrics, storytelling, obviously flow, longevity, longevity. Okay. Storytelling. my old head. Okay. Body of work. And a lot of people say body of work and longevity are the same thing. It's not. No, no, it's not. Man, I, I was going to say, no, it's not. Because you can you can come out the same way Eminem said. Like, hey, man, you went, what did he say? You went, uh, you, uh, you, Wait, sold you, albums, you, you sold 24,000 yeah. albums. But you sold 100 million albums. But you, but you released 100 million albums. Albums, right, right, right. And that's what I mean. Yeah, because longevity and body of work are two different things. Like, one artist that has both of those that's in my top 10, don't laugh, is E40. Uh, no, I'm not going to laugh at that. I'm, I rock with E40. I think it's, he's I think he's top top 10 lyrically. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I rock with E40. E40's in my top 10 at number 10, but he's still there. Okay. So, and I also look at skippability. And what Skip- I mean by skip. Ability. What I mean by skippability is if I put a CD in, if I hit the skip button more than three times, your CD's not that great. Wait, hold up again. Uh 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 Digger Jones. Hold up, Digger Jones. I'm listening. No. No. So tell me about this seventh track Nas album then. If you're talking about skippability, because that's a skippable album. Man. But here's the thing though. I am very biased towards Nas because Nas is my second favorite rapper of all time. So you're not gonna keep it a bug, man. So, I am gonna, so no, at the end of the day, <laughs> you ain't gonna keep it a bug. I am gonna keep it a buck. I will say this. Yeah. It is easily in Nas's bottom three albums. But but Eminem is in your top twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta understand, do you know why Eminem's in my top twenty though? Come on, man. You, you know said Eminem is twelve, bro. But do you know why he's in my top 12, though? Why is that? I cannot forgive him for relapse. I cannot go back, him. go back and listen to relapse today. Go back and listen to relapse. I'll do that after the show. Right. Go back and listen to, and listen to relapse. And as a as an adult, you know what I mean? Now, now listen to what he's what he's trying to talk to you about. Okay. And I can't forgive him for Encore. Ah, you didn't like Encore? 
it's not that I did not like Encore. I think what it was is the track listing. Uh, like this song came that's after petty. Song, this song came after this song, so on and so forth. That's on. petty. It is petty. But when you talk about classic CDs, like the track listing does play a part. Like I think the best track listing. Do we ever, do we really do we really care about the track listing like that? I do. So so the the blueprint is a classic album, right? It is. Do I could put it on shuffle, bro, and rock to that motherfucker the same way. I probably take do. care. Take take care by Drake is a classic, right? <laughs> no. Those who those who hear the show and thank y'all for listening knows how I feel about Drake. I didn't ask you how you feel about Drake. I asked you was take care a classic album. That's a straight question, bro. The most people standards, yes. I'm asking you. I don't care about. I'm asking I don't think you. It's, it's me and you. Think, I don't think it's a classic album. You. I think it's a good album. But I can't give it a classic stamp. Why not? I mean, it, it. Listen, what? What's the? What's the? What's the guidelines for a classic album? Classic, album. obviously. <clears throat> okay. We, me, and Two Gun had a show about this. Classic album. It has to stand the test of time. Okay. In ten I, years, I agree with that. In ten years, I agree with that. Take care, going to be relevant. What year did Take Care come out? Take Care came out what two thousand nine? What is? It? Can you can you can you look that up for me? I'm about, yeah, I was about to say I'm, I'm looking on my other phone right now. I want to say it was two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Bro, it's two thousand eighteen right now, bro. It is. And Take Care still playing, bro. You're not telling me you can't play Take Care right I now. I can't. I can't. But you, but you talking about Eminem? November fifteenth. you, man, you funny, bro. November fifteenth. You, you funny, Scarface listening ass boy. <laughs> you funny. You telling me take care? I ain't got man, Ask, ask anybody else who, who, who got. Ask I, somebody with wire. You know the bad part about don't, it don't ask the guy with the plug. You, you know, you know the bad part about it is I have asked plenty what? of people about take care, and they say it's a classic album. Same way you tried to hit me with with this Nas album. What's the name of this Nas album? What was the name of his album? Nazir. It was so trash. Nazir. Damn, he wasted his name on this album. Yeah. <laughs> it was Nazir. Right, so Damn, let, Nas. Let, let, let me tell you about the Nazir album. First things first, you got to realize Nas hasn't released a CD since 2012. You know why? I'm, why is that? Because we still play Steel Matic. That's true. He don't need to, bro. He don't need to. All right, you know. Especially with this shit. Fuck around Kanye. I will say one thing, though. Like the article I sent you the other day. Nah, yo, I do be sending me articles, bro. Listen, you, it's funny as hell because you will say, hey, man, you want to read a nice article? And I say, hell yeah, send it over. I'm thinking it's some shit that just dropped. Daniel, you sent me some shit from 94. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me some shit. He sent me some shit. That's a damn newspaper link. <laughs> Some old shit. I'd be like, okay, okay, that's a that's a that's an old interview. It's from the damn the damn source magazine, bro. It'd <laughs> <laughs> no, be funny as hell. Don't play. <laughs> no, like, what was I was saying something about Nas? I think Nas is the only person. Damn. That, my that, my bad. I had a friend try to face me and shit. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nas is the only person, in my opinion, who deserves more five mic albums in a source than he's got. Nas only more, 
Say that one more time. Nas deserves more five mic albums in the source than he has. But how much how much weight does having five mics in the source carry though? You know? How much weight did it used to carry or how much does it carry now? How much weight? I mean, I guess how much weight does he well it, it used to carry a lot of weight because it, it used to be one of the one of our main, you know, sources vibes. of right. You know what I'm saying? It, it used to be our main source of uh info as far as hip hop, but now we got now we got the internet, and uh, truth be told, the source is actually still around, <laughs> which is funny as hell. It is. As a matter of fact, I sent you. I, I still <laughs> don't laugh at me. Look, look, look. I I, anytime I can find a copy of the source, I buy it. And you know, the last album that was rated in the source that I found was wait, wait, versus Jason. You say you still find hard copies of the source? I still like, buy like magazines. The paper magazine. magazine. Yeah. Like you go to like a newsstand? <laughs> no, sometimes I go to the airport. To the airport, you go to the airport yeah. and you'll get magazine. Damn, man, no. <laughs> I'm be no, you ass. don't, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be dead ass with y'all. Sometimes, no, you don't. The Source Magazine or Double XL, you have to go to the airport. Damn, they gonna gun your ass down, bro. They gonna notice <laughs> that you have been there a few times and you get gunned down, bro, on site. They gonna they gonna label you a terrorist, bro. <laughs> you going in there to get the swords. You risking your life for the sword, bro. <laughs> Yo. uh, the swords. And you said the last one was what? The last, this is so yeah, funny. The last issue I got because they released now like every four months and shit. But the last they released issue I got had Freddie versus Jason in there, and that got so that was so that was last year. Yeah, and I got four and a half mics in the source. Which is, which is, I mean, aside from the fact that it's from the source, four and a half mics is pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, so he go to the, he go to the airport. He said, I got to I got to get my fix of the source. Let me go around <laughs> to the airport real Fighting traffic. <laughs> <laughs> What a source, bro. I'll bet you in your motherfucking room, bro, behind your laptop, it's like you didn't tow out pictures and got like posters on your wall and shit. No, that's a fucking shirtless picture of Turk. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true, man. That's not true. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm tripping right now. You're good, man. You're good. But, um, but, like you said about the five mic thing, does a five mic still hold weight? In my opinion, I mean, in my opinion, yes, it used to. Right, but you know, I and what? I, I'm sorry, I stopped giving five mics credibility after two albums. <laughs> what what album got five mics that, from the source what two albums, that you didn't deserve? I wonder what year is this. Is it a Missy Elliott album? No, what two albums, I didn't like that one either. What two albums got five mics in the source that didn't deserve them? Yeah. Lil' Kim's The Naked Truth. Lil' Kim's Naked Truth. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I wouldn't say. If, if it got five mics, I mean, I wouldn't. It got five mics. One. And yeah, Bun okay. B's Trilogy. Yo, I think I like that album. Though. I like that album, but it didn't deserve. Was five it five mics though? Right, right. Was it five mics though? It, nah. it didn't deserve five mics. Trilogy. Bum B just dropped some new music too. Yes, and that CD yeah. is incredible. Yes. Hey, you know who else CD is? Is and I know you, you haven't listened to it because your ass still listen to old music and shit. You still wait on Master P to drop a new album. Actually, uh, this is this is no lie. Cliff 
made fun of me the other day because you know how on Apple Music when you follow somebody you can see what they listen to. Yeah. Cliff called me up for listening to the new Silk the Shocker album. Silk <laughs> the Shocker got a new album. <laughs> <He does. laughs> What is what does the album artwork look like? That's what I want to know. Is it a is it a, a classic no limit cover? Of, no, he's standing in front of a brick wall. Oh man. No, but you said, oh, man. No, you said, you said this CD just dropped and you're probably gonna give me flat because I haven't listened to it yet. Who is it? Black youngster, man. Got a pretty solid, got a pretty solid amped up CD, some nice I, beats I, I, on it. Obviously, he's not he's not a lyrical guy, but no, you know, I, it's a it's a solid sound. Put, album or mixtape, whatever it is. No, I put that CD on my phone. I haven't listened to it yet, though, because I haven't, I haven't got past um, Currency yet. Mm-hmm. So, you haven't? I haven't got past Currency yet. I'm halfway through that because every time I listen to something, I find myself either going back to Bun B or going back to um, Eminem. Because <laughs> there are artists out there who don't know how to release complete albums. I hate to say it. Who doesn't know how to release complete albums? Complete albums. So you talking about just like, so you talking about just just singles? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who just drop singles, and you can't drop an album full of singles at all. But in this day and age, you know, it may be beneficial. Like if you just if you can drop album, I mean, if you can drop singles, cool. I mean, if you can drop it on Apple Music, I mean, I'm gonna listen to it every fucking Friday. Right. You know what I mean? So like the guys like. Even uh, I think currently now, uh, Uzi Uzi Vert hasn't dropped an album in a while. But every time he drops a single, you, know, you find yourself on Apple Music getting it. Yeah, and he's making money off of it. Exactly. I'm, I'm guessing he is. Like goddamn it, people playing Fifi uh, with fucking um um what's his name um sixty nine Takashi six nine yeah yeah. Hey, don't, and he trash. Yo, don't laugh at me, dog. But you know, an album I was digging two weeks ago. Oh my goodness! What Ariana Grande? Yeah, Ariana Grande does have a, a good album, so I'll, I'll I'll back you up on that. Yo, I'll back you up on that. And we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it too much, but that, yes, that CD is solid. That's all I gotta say about <laughs> yes. it. That CD is solid. Yes. Okay. Okay. Next, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about football or something. Else. Get off of Ariana Grande. <laughs> Jaguars, Jaguars went three one in the preseason. You know what? Man, nobody cares about the preseason. You know, the Bears got Khalil Mack um, yesterday. I say, so football, I still got a chip on my shoulder. Why? Because because I won the championship. Yeah, I see what you did there. I, was I see the what only you did there. One who had double digit wins last season. I went eleven and it, three. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter because when it came down to it, my team was better than yours. And I mean that's just how it is. So like I appreciate y'all. I wish we would gamble. Yeah, I wish I was I wish I had the galls to gamble. I gamble what? in every other league. You know what, man? And I still got a chip on my shoulder, man. Even though it wasn't your fault. You didn't make it out to Vegas with the homies. Oh yeah, word, word. Like, yeah, that it was, was kind of weekend too. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. So, like I said, you, know, you know, we had Drew in your place. Hey, 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 hey! First of all, don't be. Ain't no Drew was in my place. Ain't it wasn't no wasn't no place. First of all, because you didn't show up to the damn Orlando trip after that, you made it seem like you was gonna come, bro. You made it seem like you was gonna come. And then just hey, went hey, ghost on this, like like we was your baby mama or something. Do you know why I didn't come? Why? Because for one, my financial situation wasn't the best at the time. Because remember, I just moved back to South Carolina. 
I'm playing catch up. I'm trying to improve my credit. So it was understood. Understood. Well, all all we were saying is, bro, you you was acting like the whole time you was going. You could have told us that early. Hey, I, I'm broke, bro. It, it would have. I get it. It would not have been financially responsible for me to right. And we would have we would have un- understood that it's not about you not going. It's about you acting like you was gonna be there and then not showing up. That's all. That's all. I, just a little. Just a little sketchy, you know. You know, but I showed up to Vegas. That's all that matters. But I showed up to Vegas. That's all that matters. You know, that's all that matters, man. <laughs> that's all that matters. No, What's but, in the past is in the past. Right. But going back to football, <laughs> tell the viewer what you do. Oh, so yeah, I coach. Right now, I coach at a high school here in uh, in uh, Tennessee. All right. Now, yep. What would you say is the advantage and disadvantage of coaching? The advantage is obviously, man. You're like you're. I mean, what you do is outside on the field, and you know, so it doesn't really feel like work. Obviously, right. You know, you're out there. You you're around football. You're around kids and stuff like that. So. It doesn't really feel like work. That's the true advantage. All right. uh, the biggest, the biggest disadvantage is that you know you wanted. I mean, you got a kid, you got a team full of like sixty, and you wish you can help everybody. You know, whether they, whether they going through stuff with classes, stuff at home, or even football stuff. You know, you want to be able to help everybody, but the realization is I mean, you can't help everybody. And that's and you know cor- correlating that with my job. That's the bad part about my job as well because the thing about it is there are so many people who need help, but there are mm-hmm. more who need individual attention than others, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, you might have one kid who's, you know, missing meals and shit at home, but you wish you can help more than the person that's missing their academics. Shit, I'm missing meals, shit. Like, <laughs> I think I think the bad part about it is with jobs like we have, we wear our hearts on our sleeves mm-hmm. because it's a very vulnerable job where you're sitting there, you know, like you said, you wish you could save the world, but sometimes you really can't. Right. So that does <laughs> suck. So have y'all started? Um, have y'all started games and shit yet? Oh yeah, 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 man. We in week four now. We're only three right now. Ain't nothing. And, uh... Ain't nothing wrong with that. We're not going to hold you accountable for that. Oh, no, 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 no. But you know, you know what? Man, it's my first, you know first year there, too. So, what you mean to do in the locker room? Play the Dr. Beer album. Play. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, they can know, hey, I'm, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to play that, play that uh, Nas album and let them know, like, hey, y'all thought y'all were bad. But this album is <laughs> trash. I was about to say, do y'all think y'all can make more hits than this? <laughs> right. Oh, 100%. 100%. You only got to make a couple. Shit. <laughs> Now, but let me tell you about the Nazir album that you know I keep on avoiding. Mm-hmm. Nazir, in my eyes, when it came out, I'm just like, yo, this is one of my top three CDs of the year, right? Because, I heard, yeah, I remember that because I'm a Nas. It was kind of weird because I'm a Nas fan. But the more I listen to that, and you compare it to albums like Royce the Five Nine, who had a dope CD this year. Mm-hmm. You compare it to Tech- actually, actually two of them, two of them because he oh, yeah, he did the prime one. He did the yeah, he did the prime yeah. Prime two, so yeah, he hit lightning twice. And I can actually say this is going to you know we were talking about classics earlier. I think Royce the Five Nine, the Book of Ryan, is a classic. 
I, you know, like I said, I put a lot so, of weight. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, put, I put a lot of weight on my shoulder saying that, but I think that CD is a classic. Hey, I like that album, but so you're calling it a classic. I am. So you're saying that that, so see, you know, and, and yeah, I'm just trying to see your point of, point of view here, All right. because the Drake album, I know you don't really like Drake, but the Take Care album has aged very well. Okay. Like extremely well. Like, I still listen to it. All right. Right now. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. All right. I, I'm certain you're not. But this, prim- so, so, so not only, not only is the classic albums have to be visible, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Not only do they have to be nice, they have to be visible. Right. So now this book of, the book, book of Ryan. The book of Ryan, which you know, I follow Royce. I know who Royce is. Right. You know, and can we call it a classic? If because I don't think that that I don't think that went platinum. I don't think that you know certified. I don't even think it went gold. It, it hasn't went gold or platinum yet. So how can we how can we label it a classic? What are we basing a classic off of? Simple. We don't base a classic on sales because if that was a point. When Illmatic first came out, Illmatic took almost six years to even go gold. Let that marinate. Il- you said Illmatic? Illmatic took almost six years to go gold. Right, but you act like you want to, I mean, I, I mean, uh, kind of under, understandably. I mean, I get where, you, where you're going with that. Uh, but, you know, I mean, Illmatic ain't win no Grammys or nothing. Nas doesn't have a Grammy. Nas been and that's, that's the point I'm making. Nas has, been, <laughs> Nas has been nominated 12 times and hasn't won one. I mean, he's no worse than Snoop Dogg, who's been nominated 17 times. Right. Still hasn't won one. But this is why I say The Book of Ryan is a classic. Because, A, subject matter. We found out so much about Royce of 5'9 that we haven't found out before. This is his most vulnerable CD. Lyrically, in my opinion, it's his best album. There was only one flaw on the CD. And that was a Caterpillar remix with Logic. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was an album flaw by, by him. Yeah, that was like, a, that Don't was get me wrong. Caterpillar is <laughs> dope. I like I, Logic. And Caterpillar was I like nice, but just let Eminem, Eminem be on the be on the Eminem, one. Eminem and Fresher. Just leave leave the other yeah, white. Eminem and Fresher. Right. That's all you needed, right? But um, what was I about to say? But um, I hate to say it, but you know, let's just talk about Logic real fast and how not only how he messed up Royce Five Nine's album, which I still think is a classic. What the fuck is going on with Logic? You don't like Logic? I love Logic. But you got to understand, if, have you heard Logic's mixtapes before Under Pressure? Like Young Sinatra, Volumes 1 and 2, and Undeniable. I think I downloaded Young Sinatra. I think I listened to that. Yeah, really young, good, but one, definitely not, yeah, not one, the two, other and one. Three. Yeah, definitely not. The, and not then the there's other. Undeniable, which those are great albums. So when he released Under Pressure, like, in my opinion, Under Pressure was the tip of the iceberg. But for all good things that come up, you must come down. So when he released the incredible true story about the man who saved the world, it was a mm-hmm. good... Which was a solid huh? mistake. 
I said, I thought that was a solid album or mixtape, whatever, whichever one it was. Yeah. But, you know, when he released, you know, The Incredibles for Story about the man who saved the world, I thought it was a good album, but you could tell it didn't have the same hunger as, you know, under pressure. So when you release, you know, Mm. Bobby Tarantino, great mixtape. But then you followed up with everybody, which was. Everybody was was the commercial though. Like you got you got to understand, man. It's always about the money. It's always about the money. So he gave us that Tarantino. He gave us that Bobby Tarantino because he knew what that every everybody album was gonna be like. So he he fed us with that, which to me held me over. I didn't care that the fact that everybody wasn't all that entertaining to listen to, because the Bobby Tarantino one was still. So when you were just Bobby Tarantino too. I felt the same way. I was just like, uh, I hear logic, but I don't hear logic. Oh, that's petty, man. It is petty. But you gotta... <laughs> Ronaldo says, I hate talking music with Daniel because he is such a fucking critic. <laughs> yeah. And you're kind of, un- you're like unrealistic with some of the stuff that you're expecting. Sometimes you know? I can be. I, like... I will admit that. Sometimes, yeah, but you gotta, you know, uh, music e- evolves. Sometimes I expect. No, it's not that you expect a little more, but you know, like you, you can't get with. Like, who do you like in this new new era? Do you like I anybody? Love- you, you you told me you listen to a so the Shaka Island. That means you are uninterested in anything <laughs> that's going on right now. A new so the so the Shaka Island. Like that you, you know. know what? I I love J Cole. Okay, well that's a cold cold easy. Give me Kendrick. give me somebody else. Give me a, give me somebody else, bro. Don't give me no Kendrick. Join the Lucas. Okay. So he's he's kind of a newer guy. Who else? You really gonna put me on the spot here, huh? Right, because you don't listen to nobody, bro. You wanna you wanna say E40 so I bad do want right to now, bro. You wanna I, say you wanna say Pimp C before you say any of these young it's guys. It's not that I don't listen to young guys. It's just, you know. I find myself as the cantankerous old man. Like, I see what my dad was talking about, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be with my daughter, and she'll be like, hey, dad, listen to this. This is, what what she say the bitch's name was, like, Honey Cocaine or some shit like that. And I'm like, first things mm-hmm. first, this bitch's name is Honey Damn, why you why you gotta be why you gotta call me bitches, man? Chill, bro. Why, you gotta, why they gotta be bitches? Yeah, I'm sorry. I said, first things first, this girl's name is Honey Cocaine. You know, and you know, as a matter of fact, the video that I sent put in the group chat of my daughter sitting there singing this bullshit ass song. And I'm just like, you know, where did I go wrong as a parent? <laughs> Come on, man. Don't be so hard on yourself. I can tell you where you went wrong as a parent. When you there's no punches on this show. Nobody gets offended by nothing. Oh, nah, bro. <laughs> Your pull-out game is weak, bro. Your pull-out game weak. Ew. That's all. Your pull-out game is weak. Look, look, oh, you just told me to go for it. <laughs> like, oh, nah, bro. Your pull-out, your pull-out game is trash. Super trash, bro. Couldn't pull out of a driveway, boy. Mad old man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, you know, when it comes to this newer generation, I find myself being very, very selective. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, when I took a chance on Logic, it was dope, you know? 
But I find myself taking chances mm-hmm. on, you know, some of these rappers, and I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> like, let's, <laughs> just, let's use Black Youngster as an example, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, NBA Youngboy, or Youngboy, whatever the fuck his name is. Youngboy Never Broke Again. Youngboy NBA, yeah. right? I took a chance on that. <laughs> Yo ass old, bro. He trying, trying to say NBA young boy. Young boy NBA. NBA Whatever young. the fuck. It's, <laughs> you know, every Friday, I find myself into uh, these albums, and there are a lot of them I can't even get past halfway. <laughs> like. I mean, and that's, I mean, and again, man, we live in a, we live in a, uh, a time where there's 12 albums that come out on Friday, on, yeah. on Friday. so if you listen so so if you if you're listening to one and it ain't going the way you thought it was going to be going it's super easy to just go, go to the next, next album, album. Yeah. When, when back in the day hey man if you go if you go buy an album you were kind of committed to that exactly. album. you had to you had to legit listen listen to the fucking yeah, album like, you know you just can't click off like unless you're gonna buy two and that's that's a 30 piece and then and the funny thing about it is because me and mark we bought that's me and bought every CD, <laughs> no matter who it was. It could be a group called the Boogie Boys. Mm-hmm. We're like, yo, this this is a rap album. We're getting it. But at that, so hey, listen, let me let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, and I'm gonna cut you off. Let me ask you this, and and uh, I got it. I got to get out of here after this. Let me ask you this. Where did you buy? Where did you buy your CDs? Where where what store? Did you go to to buy your That's CDs? Me. Dang, about to say some shit. The damn show ain't open no more. I know for Catch a fact. music in Somerville. Cats music in Somerville. Yeah. Who's who's back porch is that, man? <laughs> now, let me tell you about Cats music, though. That was so cool, though. Cats music, they had this thing that if you bought 12 CDs, you got one for free. So I, I would keep all my risk. If you buy 12 CDs, you get yeah, one so for I free. Yeah, so I would keep all my risk. Boy, God damn it. Hey, 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 listen, man. I got a, I got a river I want to sell you to. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, say... Twelve CDs, bro. How many CDs? He getting y'all to drop cash in there, bro. Twelve CDs. Even the cheap CDs were eight dollars. So I bought. I only bought twelve <laughs> CDs. You know, not at one time, but you know, I would keep my receipts and I say, "Hey, look, these are." All- oh, so it was like almost like uh, you know, when it's a place I go to, they they like give you a card and they put like the little yeah, punch yeah, on yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And then after yeah. this, okay, so, okay. So you had to keep. Did they did they give you a punch hole or you had to keep all I kept twelve the receipts? Uh, receipts? Boy, your ass is funny. <laughs> you kind of you kept the receipt. Yo, that's trifling. I kept the receipt. Oh, that's so fucking strange. I would come back in there and I would literally count everything out because this is at the age where No Limit was releasing a CD a week. Yes, bro, with them album covers. I spoke about <laughs> So, like, them No Limit like album covers. Like I said, I know you got to go and everything, man. CDs. I want to thank you for being such a great host. I mean, guest. Hey man. So Hey man, no problem, bro. Closing words from the guests before you get closing words from me. Go ahead. If you don't wear condoms, pull out. (laughs) My my closing closing words. Thank you for listening to the show tonight. Too bad two gun could not be here. I want to thank my guest Double M for being such a wonderful guest. Um <laughs> there's a lot of last I want to thank you listeners for you know tuning in last last show even though it was controversial we got over um 800 listens 
Oh, we never got into that. We never got into that either. All right, you know what? what? I'll make this brief. I'll keep the nine months and I'll give yeah, yeah, please. And I'll give you the baby. <laughs> so, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep the nine months. And, only, uh, only somebody with kids <laughs> would use that as a saying. I'll keep the nine months and give you the baby. I'll keep right, it short. So, <laughs> Go so ahead. What man. happened was the last show we were just talking about churches. Churches, okay. so you know how the pastor's always living in luxury. The pulpit, you know, the pulpit, you know, the choir and everything. They always drive, you know, mm-hmm. the medium cars where the people who go to church, the one who's paying their tithes and everything. Got to ride the bus the and shit. Bus, you know, they're getting rides from <laughs> other people, you know. And I told a story of how when I was coming up, you know, I think I was about 30 years old. I asked the church for help. And the guy was just like, hey, look, you know, I understand you need help, but you need to come to this many church sessions and you need to do this. You're not a member of this church, so on and so on and so on. I can't help you. But yet when we go out in the parking lot, this is the time I had a Nissan Altima. Like it was like 91 Mm -hmm. Altima. This is like 2000 and. Oh, God, 2012. You know. This guy had, you know, had a 98 Altima. And this guy was driving, you know, the late model Lexus. <laughs> like, he probably had a 2013 Lexus. It was so new. And I'm just like, hey, nice car. He said, won't God do it? <laughs> <laughs> he played it. <laughs> he plays it. <laughs> and I was just, you know, talking about, you know, where do our tithes really go? Is it really to keep the church open? Why do they pay guest pastors to speak? Like, it was a real controversial show, and there's a lot of people who left messages that were either on the fence or just oh, saying, man. yo, don't talk about the church like that. Man, people would defend the church before they defend them, them themselves, and that's crazy. So the church been robbing folk, folk for a long you, time you now. So. Like I, but I, I don't want to talk like about it. Right, been around here for for a long time. I can't believe people still go to church, bro. You can watch it. You can get it on the internet. Watch it on TV. Ain't got to get no ride or nothing, bro. Ain't got to get judged or nothing. Anytime somebody asks me, do I got a church? Yeah, I got a church, bro. It's my internet. It's my (laughs) Wi-Fi password, bro. I can watch church on on at at the crib if I want to. You want nobody church because they make you pay more than than you got to pay cable. That's crazy. But thank you so much, man. And for those who listen, for those who listen to the show, thank you. At home, we will see y'all later.